the blast from our past network. Hello, and welcome back to the Action Action Podcast. I'm your host, James. <laughs> this is his own name. Yeah. Uh, this is a action movie podcast. We're on the BFOP network. We put all our movies on the list, unless one of us disagrees. <laughs> I still claim this might be the largest list of action movies ever formed. Well, currently... We have 199 because we haven't agreed. Oh, right. If Die Hard's going no, on the we list. Agreed. Or not. It's not going on the list. We were supposed to pull our Patreons about right. that. Uh, Andy says it goes on the list. <clears throat> Andy can and suck the, the giantest fuck. Andy gives you money. Every and month. the Northman, <laughs> the Northman didn't make it on the list. So we're still at 199. Oh, shit. So keep that in mind while we review The Predator 2. <laughs> uh, but before we get to that, I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Dustin. Hello. <laughs> and John. Hey, guys. Hey, so how you guys doing? Not too bad, not too bad. Um, it's been... Oh, is summer ever going to come? Uh, we're in what? Another atmospheric river? A goddamn <laughs> atmospheric <laughs> river going to drop fucking I love 30 it. millimeters of rain on us today. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm enjoying this summer hasn't shown up yet vibe that's going on. For everybody who... <laughs> Why? Uh, I don't really care for the summer very much. The fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> okay. Although I like the fall. Yeah, the fall's the best. The fall is the best. Do you have no... You don't get like seasonal depression or anything? No. No, oh, I, I love be nice to the be rain. All he does is stay inside <laughs> and watch the movies. rain and yeah. the bleak. <laughs> I like the bleakness. I just need a little bit of sun. Like just to fucking feel like I'm... I want to make it to the next day sometimes. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I'll stay inside and watch movies. <laughs> like, oh, the sun exists still. Well, All right. why don't we talk about what we watched this week? Dustin, oh, why okay. don't you go first? I got, I, got some, I got some stuff this week. Perfect. I watched a few things. Awesome. Oh, no, really? What a, what <laughs> what a, a, what a shocker. What a fucking outlier. <laughs> this has never happened. Uh, I watched this movie called Night Game. From 1989, starring Roy Scheider. Uh, this is—he's like a cop who used to be a baseball player, and he's investigating these serial killings that are happening after Houston Astros home games. Uh, every time there's a home game and they win, this somebody kills this uh, What's a lady. Called? Night game. Um, is is there wait? Is there a garbage can involved? A garbage can? Not that I recall. Why? I'm just saying they're cheaters. That <laughs> was the Houston Astros comment. Uh, this is an all right movie. It's kind of like a lazy watch. It's not something that's like going to blow your mind or anything, but it's got some slasher vibes at times. Uh, it's got some cool locations and stuff. It was a decent watch. Nothing, like I say, nothing uh, revelation-wise. Like, it's nothing new, really, but it's just kind of fun. Uh, but then I watched the Jonathan Demme movie, Something Wild, with um, Jeff Daniels and Melanie Griffith. And Ray Liotta. Uh, have either of you guys ever seen this? You ever seen that poster, John? Oh, I've seen the poster. I've never seen the movie. Um, it's no. kind of it's a weird movie because it starts out as kind of like a comedy, romantic comedy thing where 
Jeff Downs is like a sort of uptight business, young business guy. Melanie Griffith is kind of a wild girl who um, meets him at a restaurant. She sees him like dine and dash kind of thing. And she's like, oh, you're, you're kind of like, you like, like to do dangerous. these little rebel things every yeah. now and then, eh? To sort of let loose. So then she kind of yeah. takes him on. Rebel, like, a, like scumbag teenagers. <laughs> so she takes him on like a sort of, I don't know, odyssey kind of thing. Takes him around and getting him loosen up and stuff and having fun. And then uh, her ex shows up, who's Ray Liotta, who's like a crazy fucking like... Uh, gas gas station like stick up guy uh, he's just like it's super intense and then so the movie like turns into like a crazy thriller for the last act and like up to that point it's kind of light and easy it's like totally switches it's like an after hour like an all in one night uh, I don't think it's supposed to take place in one night, but it does have that kind of feeling of one of those sort of movies where it's just like a whole bunch of shit happening, a kind of an adventure to these characters. And then, but yeah, then totally takes a change in direction and uh, gets pretty intense at the end. Ray Liotta is just awesome in it. They're all good in it, but uh, pretty good movie, actually. And then I saw this British movie that I was just talking to you guys about before uh, off air called The Long Good Friday with Bob Hoskins. Uh, this is a crime drama kind of movie. He's like a cockney crime boss who he's trying to go legit. He's got this like real estate deal that's going down where the American mafia are teaming up with him, investing in this like seafront property that they're going to turn into a venue for Olympic Games. And it's like this legit thing. And they've, he's been at peace with all the, uh, the other gangs in London for mm-hmm. a while. But then suddenly someone starts like blowing up his businesses and killing his guys. And he's like trying to figure out what's going on before his deal like will fall apart uh really fucking good movie and it's politicians that are doing it <laughs> no it's, it's uh, actually polymaths I'll, 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 i won't say because it's yeah a bit of a surprise in the movie but yeah so uh helen mirren is his significant other she's really good in it she's really savvy and like helping him keep his shit together and all this stuff uh it's really fucking good highly recommend that uh, watched a 1945 noir called Detour. This oh, yeah. is this movie oh, yeah. is only an hour long. It's good length for a for a James. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sixty six minutes. Have you guys seen this? I've heard of it. It's pretty good. It's just like this guy who's like <laughs> so unlucky. Uh, he's like a piano like player in a bar and stuff. And then his girlfriend moves to Hollywood to try to become an actress. He decides he's gonna hitchhike out there and meet up with her. And just like all this shit goes wrong, he rides with this guy who, like, basically dies <laughs> in a weird way while they're on the road. And then he kind of assumes the guy's identity because he thinks everyone will just think that he killed the guy. And it just more and more bad luck happens to him. He meets up with this actress uh, Anne Savage, who's just like, yeah, her name is actually very appropriate. <laughs> she's just like, she knows that he's taken over the guy's identity, so she's kind of blackmailing him and stuff. Uh, pretty fun movie. Very short. Could have actually been longer, I would say, to make it really, really good, but uh, definitely worth watching. Watched Hamburger the Motion Picture. Hamburger the Motion <laughs> I think we might have to limit you, man. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, you've watched a lot. I watched a lot. This, like, is, this is probably a miss. This is probably a destroy. I kind of liked it because it's just so fucking tasteless. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it's kind of like Police Academy, like Revenge meets Revenge of the Nerds. Right. These losers go to a school where they learn how to like have a hamburger franchise, like this bunker buster burger kind of. Is the is I mean, the I'm chain. already sold. <laughs> You're sold. Yeah, it's kind of fun. I mean, the humor is just stupid, and but it's like so stupid that it's almost good again. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's so bad. 
uh, this is relentless jokes, but there's, I mean, there's a lot of like sexist and racist and homophobic and fat phobic jokes and stuff in it. So, you, you know, know what you're getting into there. This came out like early 2000s. 1986. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, lastly, I'll mention I watched a documentary called That's Exploitation. Uh, which is about, you know, obviously the sexploitation genre uh, going all the way back to the 1920s, all the way through up to the 70s where things switched over to to hardcore. And that's kind of where it ends. Um, it was pretty interesting, a little repetitive. Like they would talk about each sort of subgenre that would come along and be popular at any given time. And then they would show like 20 different <laughs> examples of footage from archival footage from each this sounds like somebody who just wanted to fucking show <laughs> yeah, off like, their fucking collection all the titties no it's just more like <laughs> yeah. all right hey tim what are you gonna do with that collection of pornography you have <laughs> oh i'm gonna make a documentary one day it's gonna <laughs> one bore, day it's gonna bore everyone <laughs> yeah it's a little repetitive it could have used like um a little more interviews with like people like directors and actors that had been in the movies and stuff because he really it's directed by frank henlotter who was a horror director he did frank and hooker and oh, basket yeah. case and stuff like that and then everybody who he wanted to interview like met him and was like i don't want to be around this guy <laughs> um with this porn collection which well, is fine <laughs> have a porn collection but don't be weird about it well it wasn't his porn collection he's interviewing <laughs> this old producer of these movies this really old guy um, who is interesting to hear him tell stories and stuff, but he doesn't interview anyone else. He just interviews this guy and this guy, I mean, this guy knows obviously like an incredible amount cause he not only made the movies, he was friends with all the other scumbags who were producing these movies. <laughs> um, and you know, like they, they go through all the different, like the sex hygiene movies cause they would make those as an excuse to like show nudity cause you weren't allowed to, but they, if they presented it as if it was like, Oh, this is like a public service kind of oh, thing right. and they could show making people and stuff so then all these people would come to pay to see them. and they go through like the penny arcade loops where you'd put a coin in and you watch nudie shows and these little right. things and Dustin, uh, nudie cutie movies all this stuff good old days Dustin called those the, Friday the, nights Friday night the disturbing uh, roughies that part is really ugh. they had these movies where yeah it, sound, it is what it sounds like yeah, yeah, somebody yeah, yeah. rough up a woman and stuff um but yeah, it's interesting. It's just it definitely could have trimmed Brett, it down. We call them Brett Kavanaugh's now. Brett, they're called Brett Kavanaugh's. <laughs> That's the genre. Uh-huh. They could have they could have trimmed Anal some of the, shots. Yeah, the you footage. Chug, you chug you chug a a sixth of vodka through your asshole, and then you what? then you rough up a, <laughs> rough up a, a woman that you barely know. God. <laughs> At least the roughies were fake. I think the Kavanaugh was real. <laughs> um, but yeah, what a weird genre to have out there that people were like, yeah, I want to go watch that. Uh, that sounds good. Um, yeah, like actually, like, if it's so kind of funny though, because you think about like how rampant like violence towards women was at the point where these guys just fantasizing about beating up their wives. Apparently so. Yeah, <laughs> it would seem like. Is it. that good then that they didn't do it? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. That's that's a, <laughs> or do they that's wanna, a larger conversation. So did, were they going because they? Because they, they did didn't want to beat up their wives, <laughs> yeah, they, but they wanted to fantasize about it, or are they going because they wanted to like was... see a world where they could do it? It's hard to say, John. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. Fetishes are weird, eh? <laughs> I don't know. Dustin, you're the closest to get into the mind of somebody like this. <laughs> Thanks. What's, what's your thought? James, what did you watch? Uh, let's see. I watched, uh, I watched the Norm documentary that you watched last oh, week. Oh, yeah. The um, nothing special. Yeah, it was interesting. It was interesting watching him in front of a computer. Yeah, uh, man, there was some stuff that really cracked me up. Oh yeah, definitely. And it just goes to show like how 
great he was. Um, yeah, that he could do that, that he could on do that, that way and still be so funny. Yeah. And you think he's like totally going off track, but he's not really. Like it's just all part of the act. And like, yeah, 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 it was it was really good. <laughs> and then uh, I watched some TV. Actually, I watched um, uh, the boys. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm all caught up with that. So we're talking about that for so a couple far? minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Shocking moments in it. Yeah. Uh, well, I I don't know when the last the end of the last season was. Was it like a year ago? A year ago? Yeah, I think so. It feels like so long ago. So I start watching it. and I'm like, I forgot how <laughs> like violent yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. And the part that got me, it's it's in the first episode where the guy shrinks down and goes into <laughs> goes that guy's dick, dick. <laughs> and then he sneezes and then like blows the guy up. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I like texted John and like, you know, have you watched the boys yet? Like, there's a fucked up thing that I happens. thought he went in his asshole. No, he was in no. his dick. Yeah, I fucking find that. Like, I realize that after. <laughs> Because it's just like the obvious thing was to go on the ass. Like, to me, well, he tries to get in the other guy's well, he ass. His, he puts his dick like on the table. Yeah, I I must have looked down for a second when like the meat dropped. You're like, so, I don't want to see this. Well, I'm, I am okay. I you're still in the habit of like covering your eyes. I do cover like, when I, you, we, like when you used to watch movies. Your parents. This is an um, we, yeah. we do we do live in an Amish house. Uh, I loved I I love this show. I think it's so much fun. Uh, it's a show that I've heard described as being like, um, just I'm here for whatever they're giving me. I don't care how it ends. I'm just like so in for this ride. It's so fun. It's it's so fun that I'm watching it and I'm like, oh, <laughs> like ver- like saying it out loud. Is like, it also like, one of the best? Oh yeah. <laughs> is it one of the best casts? Like that. Like oh, everybody yeah. seems to be vibing. Cast is good. It's it's been really good these first three episodes so far. Wait, there's only three out, right? Three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, it's even stronger coming back than I than I thought it would be. So. Yeah, I, I've quite enjoyed it. I look forward to the next episodes. Uh, so I watched that, and then I also watched uh, Stranger Things. Oh yeah, I still haven't watched the new ones. I haven't watched a single episode. Uh, I love it. Yeah, I've heard it's, it's good. This it's new season. A, yeah, it's awesome. It, it's like gives you the. The same feels as like the first season almost, yeah. I feel. I heard and there's a kind of, it's kind of a Nightmare on Elm Street vibe to this season. Yeah. Yeah, it actually is. There, There's a reference to that. Uh, Dustin makes a reference and and then they're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Nobody else knows, right? But um, no, it's good. I, I definitely recommend. I wasn't the hottest in the last season. I thought the last season was better, much better than the second season myself, the third one. Um, when they went in the weird mall and all the underground shit. I love the mall. Yeah. That's a, that's the mall. Yeah. Season. The mall was great. Um, no, like this season is good. It's, it's interesting. There's some of the storyline is like, okay, like, I don't know mm-hmm. so much, but, um, it's definitely entertaining. I, I can't wait till I think July 1st is when the next half of the season comes out. So, so yeah. Oh, it's another one of those split season things. Eh? Yeah. Two episodes only come out. After that. In July? <clears throat> yeah, I think it's only two episodes. Oh, really? Yeah, they're each an hour and a half long. Oh, okay. Like I, I, that's what I heard. I don't know. Who the fuck knows? Um, other than that, I've just been watching baseball. Yeah, I've been watching... Go Vla- Blue Jays? Vladdy's been... <laughs> you know, this is my turn now. 
<laughs> Dustin was gonna Dustin was gonna skip over me, but yeah, yeah, he, he forgot. You, you never watched anything. Uh, I've been watching Vladdy hit a few dongers. Uh, fucking dongers out of the park. Fucking dongers just been laying, lay, just fucking putting wood on wood on leather. Uh, I watched the boys. I loved it. Uh, it's probably like my favorite thing. I've been watching Escape from Denimora. Oh yeah, you're still watching that. How's so it? great. Really, really good. Uh, the last thing I want to say is, and it's the best thing I watched this week, is actually a trailer for the, uh, it's Hulu in America. I believe it's actually Disney Plus in Canada. Uh, the trailer for Prey. Yeah, yeah. Which Prey. is perfect. Did you guys watch that? I no. did, yeah. No. So this is a... I don't even know what it is. This is a uh, continuation of the Predator story. It's a prequel. Well, it's a prequel, yeah. It takes place... Looks to be Say like the what? eighteen, late 1800s. hundreds. Yeah. yeah, well, sometime in the eighteen hundreds, I would think. Yeah, yeah. Um, Native American characters that are getting hunted by the predator. Okay. Yeah, the, back. Uh, a young female protagonist who is uh, is kind of pushing up against her societal norms and wants to be a hunter and has a very specific set of skills <laughs> and it looks fucking awesome it ah, looks man. so I hope it's good. good yeah i hope it's good it's dan trachtenberg who did uh 10 cloverfield lane so that makes me hopeful because uh, we, we, we haven't had the best of luck with a lot of these predator sequels or no. prequels yeah, or whatever is there an autistic kid in it <laughs> i don't think so <laughs> um does she say you're one ugly motherfucker yeah because if she doesn't say that then i'm out then yeah <laughs> um she says it in Comanche. Uh, yeah, so it, it looks cool. I'm hoping it is. I'll have so to watch it. Comanche, the which is actually really cool, is that it's the first uh, movie that's going to actually be dubbed in Comanche. Yeah, I heard that. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's you're going to be able to watch it in the language that the actual characters would have spoken, which is, I think, really cool. So, hey, you know what? If multinational conglomerates come together so that uh, they can ruin the world, but as along the way they <laughs> allow people to preserve their language a little bit, to just give a little tip of the hat. Maybe, yeah, <laughs> that's all okay. Speaking of prey, Predator Two, roll the trailer. <laughs> Los Angeles, nineteen ninety-seven. It's the hottest summer on record. Pollution is choking the city. The gangs control the streets. It has not been a nice day! As bad as things are, they're about to get worse. Much worse. Whoever killed him is gonna pay. I'm gonna finish it. It has almost no weight. But it cuts like steel. Incredible. Whoever did this took out four men armed with machine guns by hand. You don't know what you're dealing with. Other world life forms drawn by heat and conflict. He's on safari. Lions. Tigers. The bears. Oh, my. Gary Busey, Ruben Blades, Maria Conchita Alonso, Bill Paxton. 
Predator 2. He's in town with a few days to kill this Thanksgiving. All right. That was a great trailer. So good. So <laughs> good. It's so hot. Like, temperature-wise. Danny it's, Glover. It's very hot. Yeah. Danny Glover. Sweaty, sweaty Los Angeles. Yeah. Yeah. Danny Glover looks... At, like he's so hot through the entire production. Of this oh my movie. god, he's got always like pit stains. Uh, you know, even uh, Bill Paxton in one of the opening sequences has big pit stains. Well, How is it supposed to be like a crazy heat wave? Yeah. Also, is yeah. Bill Paxton playing a caricature of Bill Paxton? Yeah, he's playing himself. Oh, he's man, awesome. He's, so he's playing. He's playing. A, somebody's like, "Hey, check out this fucking <laughs> actor." Uh, I want you to do that, but make fun of it. It's an SNL version of Bill Paxton. Well, it's not much different than, say, his performance in, like, True Lies or oh, yeah. Aliens. A, no, or, I think I'd say in True Lies, he's a bit more subdued. You think so? I don't know. Maybe a little. <laughs> oh, in... in, in uh, I think it's the same wavelength. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, here, I'll, uh, I'll read the synopsis before we really get into this. Uh, ten years after a band of mercenaries first battled a vicious alien, the invisible creature from another world has returned to Earth, and this time, it's drawn to the gang-ruled and ravaged city of Los Angeles. When it starts murdering drug dealers, Detective Lieutenant Mike Harrigan and his police force set out to capture the creature, ignoring warnings from a mysterious government agent to stay away. Hell yes. <laughs> now this whole opening sequence... Can we talk about our relationship with the movie? Okay. <laughs> Jeez, killed his buzz. <laughs> Just like this is ready. Your fucking it's ready to me, launch man. into it. I'm such a dick. John, <laughs> tell me, what's your relationship with the movie? Uh, I think Dustin made me watch this earlier. Did I? We've watched this before the podcast already. No. We watched it for another podcast. Oh, for the fucking Aaron's podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Retro Craptacular. Yeah. I had way more way more fun watching it this time. Uh, I didn't watch it that time because I wasn't on that show with you guys. But uh, typical. But I watched it. I watched it a little while after that because I listened to the, your you guys on there, and I was like, "Oh yeah, okay, Predator 2. And I put it on, and I was like, "Yeah, I've seen Predator 2. And then I put it on, and I was like. "I've never fucking watched this before. Somehow I never had seen it until just like a couple years ago. So. This is my second time only ever watching it. That was also a situation in which we went on to another person's podcast and we just shit all over them. You guys uh, might have taken over a little bit on that on that particular show. We're big personalities. <laughs> um, yeah. So my relationship, the first time I watched it was watching it for that other uh, podcast. Um, I hadn't seen it before that don't know why i haven't seen it since then though that's the other thing oh well i so. mean why you so you're not slapping this thing on every christmas <laughs> this thing's fucking awesome man <laughs> it's good danny trejo isn't it i thought danny trejo was going to show up um i looked at a lot more too on this second watch from the other time that i'd watched it for some reason it all just like clicked a bit more for me this I'll, time i totally agree this was the most enjoyable like I don't think I'm ever going to like it more than this time. I mean, okay, let's talk about the opening sequence. Hey, how about the <laughs> opening sequence? Okay. Oh, we should. Yeah, we should talk about that opening sequence. Hey, yeah. Dustin, what do you think about the opening sequence? Uh, oh, he asked me, James. <laughs> oh, James, James, I'm going to let you finish. You know what? Fuck James, I'm going to let you finish, but I think yeah. Dustin should talk first. Dustin, uh, what do you think no, of the James, opening sequence? No, James, please tell, tell me about the opening sequence. It's, it's awesome. 
the opening sequence is fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah. I wish the whole movie was like this because it kind of it kind of like peters out after a while. Like they have this opening sequence with uh, what are they Colombians or? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, some kind of Latin Americans, yeah. and it's, you know, there's a big gang. Yeah, shootout I mean, going it's, on. it's like the typical like '80s '90s thing where they just are like, "All right, uh, let's just scoop up South America and uh, black people, and we're just going to put them into two gangs." <laughs> it, well, it's we just can, like we'll this, get into the Jamaicans in a bit. This like crazy gunfight, like you're watching like Rambo or something like this, <laughs> yeah. like. Not to mention, they're in a fucking, like, record-breaking heat wave. And what does this take place in, like, 97? It's supposed to be 1997, so seven years after this movie came out, and it's already, like, a dystopian future yeah. or whatever. It's amazing. Little do they know that 1999 was, could be the last good year on, re- on record. <laughs> 2000 was okay. Yeah, uh, but, yeah, so you have these guys just all-out war shooting the cops... These, these guys, like, they go into um, their house or their hideout to, like, get more guns and just grab a handful of blow and just smother it on their face. <laughs> yeah. just, like, I love whenever that happens. I love it. it. I it's love so good. It. At least that guy, that guy went mm-hmm. out like a hero. He was, he was yeah. happy. <laughs> so good. That's how I'm going to die. Meanwhile, all this is happening. The predator is just watching. And he's like, he has to pick out. I think the whole thing about the predator is he wants like the best, right? Like he wants the, the best warrior, right? Yeah, I guess so. Like he wants to hunt what he thinks is the best prey, which is like the top game, right? Because if it was just about getting skulls, I mean, you could just get any skulls, right? You? you could just go around killing any normal people and stuff. Isn't that the point? Like in the third one. Don't they go to that that planet? They go to planet, yeah, yeah, and it's all about taking like the best people yeah, I think, from I think that. You're right? Yeah. yeah, I don't think he just because if he just wanted anyone like you're saying, he could just go around and be like, "Oh, there's some random dude on the street and just kill him," and he doesn't really care about that. So he targets like these gang members who are like heavily armed, and these cops that are like in the in the battle with these because these are the guys that are he sees like, "Oh, here's the people that are like the warrior people." Okay. Right. Then does he have a time limit? Is this like a, is this a, sorry, is, is he like on a vacation? Like he has like 12 vacation days yeah, and okay. he has to like do as much as he can. So there's a lot that isn't saving. stated in the movie, but I guess. But no, what I mean is like we, we talk about this. I, whenever we talk about like a movie like Predator. Yeah, but there is some stuff about there this. There is some stuff, but it's like he, there are rules, but they're so vague. They're kind of vague. That yeah. we. Some of this is like supplemental because. Um, there was a comic book series after the first movie had come out, and then that, a lot of this movie is based on that comic book series. And once they had seen how popular it was, then they were like, "Okay, let's do another Predator movie." Um, and so there's more of those kind of details in those stories. Where um, and if you also apparently if you listen to the commentary track of this movie, the director talks about this is like a young predator who like overstays and he's not like, that's why those, all those other at the very end, fast forward, all those other predators show up on his ship and like right. take him away. I um, see. It's cause he like, he was young and impulsive and sort of like was supposed to have overstayed his well, time. Well, it's for supposed, hunting. yeah, the, I, what you're supposed to get, I guess at the end of the movie 
or throughout the other movies is the predator is on like a safari game hunt and he's just looking for the lion. They even make a reference in the movie that Danny Glover is the lion. Do they, have, do they have to buy a tag, you think? No. Fuck no. <laughs> the, the tagline for the movie is, he's in town with a few days to kill. Hey. Oh, nice. But obviously, he's overstayed his welcome, so he's like more like on a sabbatical. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, well they, come to, they come to get him because they're like... Doesn't have the same ring to it, Fucking young idiot. This isn't following the rules. Fuck. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so the Predator's watching all this. Um... I do like how Danny Glover shows up and he's like, okay, we got to get those motorcycle cops out of there. <laughs> and then he puts the uh, bulletproof vests on his windows. Yeah, and he drives in. and I think that's really cool, actually. It's interesting that they chose Danny Glover because, yeah, he had been in the Lethal Weapon movies, so obviously he had action movie experience, but he's not the first guy you really think of when you think of I, action movie leads. I honestly don't see him as a lead action guy. That's... It's kind of weird. It is a little bit weird. Um, it's kind of refreshing in a way because the first movie, like it's a total switching of gears, right? Because the first movie we're in the jungle and we've got these fucking muscle bound like yeah. team of dudes that are all like monster men in their own right. Obviously Schwarzenegger and um, Carl Weathers and you know Jesse the Body Ventura and all these guys. Um, and then here Danny Glover who's just like a good he's just like a good cop and by a good cop I mean one of those movie cops who punches his superior officer yeah. <laughs> and 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 uh fucks with the media you know that kind of that kind of good cop <laughs> Yeah but you definitely don't get those like bulky muscle guys yeah, at that, all that, that's, at all and then and then we're in the city it's a totally different which I think is a smart thing right cuz if you had, if they had just been like okay predator 2 we're back in the jungle again Oh, what if I felt like man. more of the same, right? This is a this is what? its own feeling. Pacific Northwest, man, that would have been cool. That would be cool. Too. Wait, how many predators have there been? Uh, well, do we count Alien versus Predator movies? No, just Predator movies. Well, then I think there have been four. Prey will be the fifth. There should be a Predator back to the jungle. <laughs> back to the jungle. That'd be kind of cool, but you could you could do but with you could Dwayne the, the Rock Johnson. It's in his get, contract. Just get Schwarzenegger back. He's still he could do it one more time. I think Predator would have been great in the Pacific Northwest. No, that would be a cool setting. Yeah. Like rainy and dreary, like super creepy. Set it like X Files style, like have that like lighting and that that like mood. Yeah, Mandy totally, style totally could work. Can we have Predator like like deep sea deep sea Predator deep sea Predator? They got like. <laughs> they have like scuba tanks and stuff. We got the city, yeah. we got the jungle hunter and the city hunter. It'd be kind of cool if you did have predator on a boat, an underwater an aqua predator. Fuck predator, predator on, on a boat, predator on a boat, a jet Pre ski with machine guns. That would be sick. That would be awesome. A predator on a spa on a, uh, in space. <laughs> well, I think that's alien versus predator. Wait, are they in space? I think they're. In I space. don't know. I refuse. Those aren't part of. My are they in space? Or are they in like? No, they're, they're on, on, on a planet, planet or something. Think, yeah. Aren't they in the Arctic or those something? Those aren't part. Yeah, because it turns out that the predator. No, they. Jesus, I haven't seen the, the aliens the first one in have so like really a. Remember. The aliens have like a like brood under the Arctic. Yeah, that are like. Yeah. Some uh, dumb shit. I, I did like the touch that they had the alien skull. Yeah, later when end. we see the City Hunter's trophies yeah. and his ship, he's got the Xenomorph skull, yeah. which is how the whole, like, 
alien predator thing started where everyone was like, whoa, they're in the same universe. Like, we got to get them together. And yeah. so then the alien versus predator movie was in, you know, development hell for years and years and years. And then when it came out, it wasn't very good. So Of course not. Uh, but yeah, so predators watching all this shit happen. Uh, the Colombians are in the warehouse or in the building and all of a sudden the predator comes down in the middle of them all, like kills them all before the cops get up there. Yeah. And Danny Glover comes in and they find the guy like hanging upside down. Yeah, exactly. It's fucked up shit. Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a pretty good level of, of violence and gore in this. Although, again, they edited out a ton, apparently, to get that R rating. Uh, I think this is funny because I watch this on on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, it's just, like, so funny how I've been hearing uh, rumblings from Americans that Disney+, Plus kind of sucks in America. Oh, yeah. In Canada, it's pretty sick. Because yeah, well, apparently, get- Disney+, Plus in America, doesn't have rated our stuff no it does they just have to turn off their parental settings i've well. seen people talking about it online and stuff and i think it's American just people. starting though yeah canada has a much larger i think canada and the rest of the world have a much larger um like content on disney plus than americans do that seems because of because me. of licensing it seems bizarre that we, that have, would be the we case. have hulu we stuff never now. we never win i know we have the hulu stuff we are we, winning this because we just got, uh, I just saw Under the Banner of Heaven just went up on, on Disney like this week, and if you guys, have watched, yeah, I thought sorry, I thought that's how you had been watching it. No, I was illegally downloading it. <laughs> um, uh, uh, the new season of uh, Atlanta just came up on Disney oh, yeah. Plus. Yeah, because like, we get the FX stuff this on there week. Too. Yeah. So I'm starting to really like use Disney Plus a lot more. Hmm. Yeah. Hey Disney Plus, if you want to send us like. Uh, Fifteen or twenty dollars. I'll talk about how much I love you. Well, I think once Stranger Things is done, I'm canceling my Netflix. Oh shit! Oh my god! <laughs> can't I can't handle it? Too many too many services. But speaking of Danny Glover in the lead, uh, do you guys know who the studio wanted to be the lead for this film? Well, no, of course we don't. Uh, O.J. Simpson. <laughs> oh, is it a black guy? It is not. It's a white guy? It's one of our favorites. Oh, oh Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal was who they wanted. But he was already in a Jamaican... Well, that oh, was, that that came was the in same the night. That's, oh, really? that's the movie he made instead of this movie. So what's what actually, was going on? What, when did this come out? 1990. What was going on in 1990 where they so had a lot apparently of there were Jamaican actually, voodoo? There actually apparently were a lot of Jamaican drug gang thing wars going on in America at the time. But... Uh, of course, they didn't actually practice voodoo like they do in both of these movies, Marked for Death and Predator 2, because voodoo is a Haitian thing. <laughs> Jamaicans don't practice it. Okay. But, uh, yeah. So I mean, uh, <laughs> I like it in these movies. Am yeah. I a racist then? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Definitively. No, I think it's, I Wait, mean, it's fun. Could like, we make a movie like this today? <laughs> no. <laughs> Why not? So I remember Law and Order episodes around this time. About like ceremonies where there was like a dead person and there was like a chicken's head and there was like blood runes, like scrawlings, like Boomba clat. Yeah, like blood clot. Like <laughs> there's like lots of stuff like that mm-hmm. around this time. 
It's fucking. It's just like um, pulled from the headlines. Yeah, they just they just pull from like the the what unsettles white people right now. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. We're just gonna just feed off of that, right? So like you had to sell a lot of stuff about post war Vietnam vets, like clandestine missions. And now you've got like ter- so today it's got to be like the caravans coming <laughs> to freedom the border. Convoy. No, yeah, so like. like Oh yeah, it's not the Freedom Convoy. I just no, watched a guy review. Sorry, I just watched a guy review Maximum Overdrive on YouTube, and he was like, "The most, it's the most terrifying Freedom Convoy." <laughs> and the <laughs> trucks are all circling the gas station. Uh-huh. Yeah, so like nowadays, I would pull from like, um, yeah, the 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 things that just make white suburban people scared. Like they're taking our guns. Taking our guns. Um, but but on that tip. Um, you know, pretty pretty diverse cast in this movie. Yeah, I mean, yeah, a lot of them are gang members. Some of them are cops. We got Maria There's, Conchita Alonso again. What we just saw in uh, Extreme Prejudice, but she's got she's got a better role in this movie. She does. She's right. a she's a terrible actress. <laughs> oh, come on now. Come oh, on. come on. She's, she's fun in this movie. <laughs> she's got the good banter with Bill Paxton. Okay, fine. She's fine. <laughs> I think she's fine for what she's given. She's not given much. I would actually say if I didn't understand who Bill Paxson was, I'd also say he sucked. Oh, man. But he's so, so his great. He's so golden. Like, no problem. This is my specialty. I, like, like, I everything. need a stool sample, a urine sample, and a semen sample. And I'm like, can I just give you some my underwear and save some time? <laughs> the writing is so bad. Two brothers. Uh, I think their names are... James and John. Well, they worked on the they worked on the first movie as well. Um, I don't know. I, I thought those lines were hilarious because he's supposed to be a buffoon who's making yeah, terrible jokes. I mean, it's right? pretty stupid. But I, that's a continuation of the first one. Yeah. What do you mean? With the stupid jokes. Yes. Yes. We got all the Shane Black yeah. stupid jokes. Because those jokes are like horrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're the same kind of bad, right? Yeah. I mean, it's probably the same brothers who were writing them. Um but and then you get Gary Busey here as the head of these he's not, secretive. He's not Gary Busey enough. For he's me. not Gary Busey enough. It's true. And this is his first movie after that motorcycle accident that he almost died in. Oh. So you'd almost expect him to be more more crazy here. But maybe but. he's so crazy <laughs> that he's trying to like like suppress it. <laughs> yeah, it didn't come all the way out yet. And and then eventually he's just like let the freak flag fly. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he could have been a, a bit more fun for sure, but he's <laughs> oh, still... I just saw his kid in an episode of The Mentalist, which is my new show that I, I put on in the background if I'm just trying to, like, not watch oh, anything. Oh, no, you got to pay attention to The Mentalist, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you're hey, going to miss stuff. My wife, points you're my wife thought that Jake Busey was Gary Busey's brother. Oh, yeah. And he's like, oh, he, she's like, oh, he's just trying to be his brother. And I'm like, no, it's fucking kid. <laughs> and like, to be honest, he's pretty good compared to his dad. Yeah, he's, just being chill. He's, been, he's been in tons of stuff. I like uh, I like Jake Busey. Yeah, uh, he's always fun, too, when he shows up. But I mean, I still enjoyed Gary Busey in this. I think it's true. You kind of expect, do expect you expect some of that craziness. But do you think like. When they're casting a movie and they're like, we need a Gary Busey type and they get <laughs> Jake Busey in there and, and they're <laughs> like, okay, um, so I know you're Gary Busey's son, but 
We need more Busey. <laughs> more okay. Busey coming through. We need that we, Busey energy. We need that, <laughs> you know, your father crazy Busey. <laughs> <laughs> so you just want me to act like my dad? Okay. <laughs> no problem. Um, I mean, that's how I would do it. That's how. That's what I would say. <laughs> if I could just, I don't want to. Mm, it's kind it. of like it's like uh, you watch all those old movies, and you're like, "Man, okay, I'm making this movie. It's a throwback to like '80s. Okay, I wish I could have this type of actor. Oh wait, I'll just get his son to act like him. <laughs> I don't think his son can though. His son, because his son, it doesn't look as goofy like a Muppet. Like he's, uh, you could make him look goofy. He looks kind of goofy. <laughs> uh, but also that role, Gary Busey role, uh, almost went to John Lithgow. So that also would have been interesting because he he can get pretty wild. As Man, seen. I love John Lithgow. John Lithgow. Yeah, Ricochet, the Batman. Oh right, <laughs> Third Rock from the Sun. Yeah, <laughs> Cliffhanger. Wait, no. <laughs> You've lost it again? Yeah. Wait, I've lost it. Ricochet. <laughs> Ricochet, okay. I like, yeah, yeah, I think that would have been really interesting. But I think Gary Busey is the most subdued Gary Busey that you're ever going to see. I think you're it's right. true. He's he's more over the top, like, even a year later in Point Break, right? I would say that... Uh, <laughs> yeah. I would say Adam... <laughs> Point Break. I say Adam Baldwin. Two. Is, yeah, Meatball Utah. Utah. Two. 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 Give me two. Two. I'd say Adam Baldwin is actually a bit more... Mm-hmm. Over the top, yeah, Gary almost BC like a warm up for his X Files yeah. role here. Adam, uh, Sir Adam Baldwin, also, man, rest in peace, your career, you dipshit. <laughs> this guy fucking he this this guy threw his entire career away in the Did last he? couple of years. I mean, I know he's a bit of a right wing nutter, but I haven't heard anything specific lately. Oh yeah, he's like he's. I don't think he's gonna work again. No, like, well. maybe, but like he's okay. Tom Cruise is an alien, and he still gets work. Yeah, Tom Cruise <laughs> makes money. Adam Baldwin. Yeah. No one's like, hey, when's the new Adam Baldwin joint dropping? <laughs> you know who well, I miss? Adam Baldwin. Adam Baldwin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Joss uh, Whedon, as toxic as he is, is not hiring Adam Baldwin. <laughs> Um, Ruben Blades is also uh, fun in this. He's really partner. great, actually. Yeah, he's he's. I think he's one of the most unsung people in this movie. I've always enjoyed his presence in movies, um, and I was like thinking, like, oh, what did I first see Ruben Blades in? So I was looking at his filmography, and embarrassingly enough, the thing I remember seeing him in first was Color of Night. <laughs> <laughs> the Bruce Willis erotic thriller from the 90s. God damn, Dustin. Is there an erotic thriller? Is there a softcore porn film? Well, no, no. I mean, come seen? on. This was a Bruce Willis. I had to see that dick. You know I had to see that. So I rented oh, that a couple he times. He shows dick? shows some dick in that film. Bruce Willis does? Yeah. What, what James is, is like, let me just add this to my watch <laughs> list. Show some meat. <laughs> Wait, what's it called? Color, Color of, of Night. night. Color, what's it, it like, about, though? Oh, it's like, a, it's, it's like a murder mystery. It's about Bruce Willis showing that meat. It's a murder mystery thing. It's got Scott Bakula. Why does he show his uh, dick, though? I need plot points. It's a steamy, uh, steamy money? film. Money. Well, okay. But, like, does it add to the story? Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> it adds to the Dustin story. Questions ev- <laughs> Questions everyone asks when a woman shows their body on screen. Yeah. Does it add to the story? <laughs> um, but there's actually tons of action in this movie. Like, it doesn't slow down too much. Like, there's you get a few office cop scenes, but those, those are peppered with the funny Bill Paxton dialogue stuff. And then, you know, like, he's so annoyed by him. He's like, yeah, I'll be with you in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. 
And then, you know, you're back to another shootout kind of set piece. So you get like the train sequence later on. That's fun. Yeah. So uh, I think the scene after the 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 opening scene is they're in the police station. And I love how crazy the police station is. Yeah. That's like another like trope from these kind of movies. Yeah. It's like so cartoonish. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah, this is actually one of my favorite things about movies of this time is when you do get that run through, like RoboCop, um, Beverly Hills Cop, like all these films. Lethal Weapon, right. Lethal Weapon, when you see like that, that like montage, that pan through. The chaos. Somebody's taking the prisoner through. This guy's yelling about some paperwork. It's like Last Action Hero. Yeah, there's always a a prostitute that's getting arrested. Right. Like, it's always the exact same beats. It's like nothing has changed. (laughs) You you could substitute any of them and just change the lighting. Yeah. It's just the cinematic language for that that scene. But yeah. Um, So yeah, you get that and then you get the introduction of Bill Paxton's character. And then... uh, I think then it cuts to the Jamaicans uh, busting in to do some kind of voodoo magic. Yeah, on. they're going to get that gang leader, the rival gang leader. And that, that scene's pretty cool and, and pretty gory. Um, and that's when the Predator shows up and like massacres all of them and stuff. Well, that's in the story you get to see titties. Get those. And full, some, and some full bush. <laughs> There's a nice sex scene happening here that gets mm-hmm. interrupted by the violence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then afterwards you just see that lady naked. <laughs> Isn't she dead at that point? No, she's no, sitting she there. No, she survived. She's, oh, she's, oh, right. right. She's, <laughs> he's looking at me like, what? This is fucking how Dustin <laughs> sees women. <laughs> like, she has to die. Um, well, if they're not having sex, they're dead. I just assumed everyone died in this scene. No, she survives, and the fucking government spooks sweep her away. Yeah, he can't finish until he sees <laughs> the, the dead woman. Oh and my then god, sees the dead. <laughs> I think we should probably cut this out. Good lord. Uh, um, okay, so that's cut. <laughs> um, but yeah, you get this crazy scene. Um, they're gonna do the voodoo magic. Oh, they're gonna take his heart out. I think that's what they do they, take his heart. Yeah, they, they do. Say, yeah. Right? They're gonna take his heart out, and for whatever reason, the predator has followed them there. And yeah, this is the whole. I have a whole issue with the predator because we you guys talk about like like why he kills who he kills. I think it doesn't make any sense. It's all it's all bananas. <laughs> I love the fact that at the end of the scene, though, everybody who has been killed all the Jamaicans and uh, just the Jamaicans actually, because they're the only people the predator killed have all been like, like skin stripped. Like they've been field dressed. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the, um, the South American drug dealer is just exactly the way he was left by the Jamaicans. Right. Cause it's not, that's not he, part of his hunt. Not, he didn't do it. So yeah. he's like, he he and I, not one of his trophies. I do think that the, that is, t- a, a, a real like check mark on this movie is that they do create, they are trying to create rules. Mm-hmm. I think they're really sloppy at it, <laughs> but they do try to like make some rules and um, they give clues to like, if they're writing to the cops to be like, okay, look at this scene. What's not like the rest that, why is this one guy not skinless? Right. Yeah. Why is everybody else like, like, it, it actually it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it does in terms of the mythology of the predator and that, like how he does stuff. 
Uh, and like you were talking about earlier, where he wants to get the people that are at least going to be somewhat of a challenge. Because, yeah, there's an element too, John, where the Predator, it's not, it's still not a fair hunt. He has fucking technology where he can like make himself invisible and he has crazy yeah. weapons and stuff. But these are the best that the planet has to offer, well, basically, or something. If you think about it, it's kind of like putting up a mirror to us <laughs> I and did. how we hunt animals. Sure, sure. So I did where we have like way this. better weaponry and crazy stuff that we and you know, camouflage it makes it not, not ourselves. Really a challenge. Yeah, I thought about mm. this so much while watching the movie, and I'm like, is this just an elaborate anti-hunting, <laughs> like? movie because like realistically what James incepted. is saying is, is, You've been incepted. is totally correct like this is supposed to be the best predator the hunt, best hunter in the universe I think it's anti-dentist killing lions <laughs> James is going to go back to the uh, 2019 incident in which a dentist killed a lion <laughs> Very topical, Jay. Yeah, I know. I'm really got my finger on the pulse. My pulse on the pulse. Pulse on the pulse. <laughs> um, but yeah, I did think that. Like, I was like, well, this predator is being kind of a bitch. Yeah, but that's just kind of like that's how they are, right? Like, they have they're like, okay, we have all this shit. And but yeah, I think that's actually a good point. And it's something I thought about as well. Like, no, you didn't. <laughs> I did. Actually, guys. Um, uh, oh, actually. I didn't want to mention it because it's so obvious. <laughs> but I guess since you brought it up, like. Yeah, guys, I'm on your side. <laughs> uh, like all the other things that you guys, like all the other good points you make. Like now, yeah, like I was thinking about that. And like. Every time it's true. So just remember <laughs> every that. Every time. Okay. Um, okay. But the, at the same time, his weapons are also kind of like archaic in a way too. Like these guys have all these like high powered machine guns and stuff. Yeah. He's got like, I don't know, weird well, he's razor got like claws a and a spear and, and then stuff like, that. like a boomerang. He's got, the la- he's got like the laser disc. What was it with like la- the discs being a, we, you know, we saw I Come in Peace where they had a disc Oh yeah. Thing I never disc. saw that movie. Yes, you did. You did. We fucking did it on the show. Yeah. I come in peace. Now movie. you can go in pieces. It's the movie that I didn't watch, remember? No, you, no, watched, you watched that one. It. Did I watch that one? You can't even remember which movies you forgot to watch. It's one of the 200 fucking movies, man. <laughs> you were on that episode and you yeah, watched you it. Yeah, you watched it. <laughs> Thanks for the dressing down. That's the Dolph one. The Dolph. Oh, I th- what's the one where... Brian Ben Ben. <laughs> oh, yeah, Ben Ben. <laughs> So, I don't know. I guess that's maybe supposed to, like, be like, oh, yeah, well, they have all these high-tech guns and stuff. And then as we see with Gary Busey's team, they've actually, they're on to the Predator. They've been kind of on to it since the first movie when they interviewed Dutch after he survived the first film. Mm-hmm. And so they've been kind of, like, watching out for the Predators. And now they're, you know, they know that they're infrared, hunting with infrared. They know that they have this camouflage that makes them invisible and shit. Um, so they're kind of more prepared. Uh, but then we get that scene in the freezer where they like go in and they're like, oh yeah, we have these special suits so that we have no body heat. But then they just use like fucking lights or whatever on their guns that give them away. Well, I mean, so technically it all worked. Like it worked for a while. Yeah. What got them was the fucking stairs, man. The squeaky stairs. <laughs> That's but then, what got But then he cycled through his little, yeah, his little yeah, colors. Right, and he sees the lights. Yeah. 
And then Danny Glover's like trying to warn them. They can see your lights. Keep this line clear, please. Yeah. <laughs> oh, excuse me, sir. I don't believe that you're authorized to be you're on the You're not authorized slide. to be on the microphone. Oh, no shit, lady. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? I'm ordering a pizza? <laughs> yeah, very good. And he's like, they're coming up behind him. Tell him to get out of there. And Adam Baldwin's like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, is Adam Baldwin like, we need a list of like dumbest fucks <laughs> in movies. Adam Baldwin is definitely on that list. Like he is the most one of the most embarrassing characters in an action movie I've ever seen. Well, he's one of, cuz he's one of those guys who's like he's always like I'll keep him in line. I'll fucking oh. give him <laughs> yeah. shit. I'll whatever. Yeah, all this he's stuff. like this guy who's like And then he's like obviously an incompetent idiot who can't run this team from like his but observation. He's, point. he's also like is like um he's not just not just that like as like a you know, he has a certain set of skill set or whatever. Like he's intellectual. He's also like a bigger guy who's like a bit beefier. Yeah. That's yeah. supposed to be yeah, strong. You think he would tough. be the guy on the team, not in, not in the guy yeah. in the truck. And he's just an absolute fucking pussy. Like who <laughs> won't do anything. And like Danny Glover just is like, fuck you. I'm going to go fucking run into this goddamn right, mess to try to save these save guys. your team yeah and adam baldwin was like the absolute most he's the he's the pure villain of this movie i would say more than the predator well he's a good example of like the useless government agent kind of thing right let's talk about fascism for a second can we <laughs> Just yeah but like that. even those i don't know what they are they don't really say what they are because i don't think they're the fbi but whatever special unit they're the they x-files <laughs> Um, they're supposed to be presented as the bad guys, right? Mm-hmm. But in the end, they're not really like Gary. No, Busey. they're just they're just sort of someone for him to have conflict with through the movie because it's that but typical. He barely has conflict. I know. There's just a little bit. It's like that typical cop FBI thing where it's like we're taking over your case kind of thing, and like fuck you, I'm gonna do this. It's You're a, off the case. So, yeah. <laughs> I I, th- I like, I'm realizing as an not an American how weird television and movies have set up American like organi- uh, governmental organizations for for me. I don't understand how any of them work together or don't work together mm-hmm. or like do they all hate each other? Like yeah, I think so. I, well, I don't, it's all like I don't get it. Yeah, like this so, is my jurisdiction. It's all, it's all dick measuring, right? This is all how nine this is how nine eleven happened. Well, yeah, that's true. It all circles back to 9-11. That's true. Just like Dustin always says. <laughs> this is why we can't wear belts at the airport. Inside job. Hashtag <laughs> steel doesn't burn at that temperature. But, you know, as good as the cast is in this, they, they get they get killed off pretty fast. Like, Ruin Blades gets killed off. He goes back to the scene of that crime where they killed, you know, where they had the ritual. Which is kind of dumb. And he's like, trying to find that. He saw that claw up in the... In the top of the I roof. Wish that yeah, he, so he didn't say to anybody? No. Because so, they get like cleaned out of there by those guys, right? We haven't even talked about Morton Downey Jr. as this fucking scummy reporter guy that keeps trying to show up and get the story <laughs> all the time. <laughs> but also, like to James's point, very fucking diehard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what's the what's the name of his show? Oh, I forget what his show is oh, called. Oh, it's so funny. Um <laughs> But Morton Downey Jr. at the time was like the trash TV host guy, like kind of one of the pioneers of the, you know, pre-Springer, sorry, Jerry uh, Springer stuff. Oh, yeah. He was the guy doing that kind of TV. Um, So it's funny that they would 
basically make him the same sort of character in this movie. Um, but that was like his whole his whole shtick. I don't know. This you got the typical cop like, oh, the fucking journalists are like just fucking everything up all the time kind yeah. of thing that we see in so many movies. Um, and then so after Ruben Blades dies, and then Danny Glover's like, no, I'm this is my case. I'm seeing this through all that shit. Uh, then Bill Paxton and um, Maria Conchita Alonso have that train sequence with the Predator. With there's like the gangs. That was a pretty fun sequence, though. Yeah. <laughs> like they're gonna, is, they're gonna rob the one guy, and he pulls out a gun, and then like everyone, and then everyone pulls else out pulls out a gun. I didn't like any of this. Oh, I thought it was fun. No, because that's like, like straight out of um, Last Action Hero. Yeah, this right. is, this is all built off of um, the like the '80s New York like subway horror stories. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's all built off of all that. And I just was like, ah, I, I, I think that one of the big problems with this movie is they didn't know how to play it. Like it plays it straight. It plays it comedic, but it doesn't find that good balance. I feel like the stuff with Glover is played almost entirely straight. And then anything with Bill Paxton is like the comedic yeah. parts of the movie. Right. But it is until it isn't. Well, until he dies, but that's not, that's not that unusual. No, it, it, no, it's not. I just, I just think that the, the movie does suffer from that tonal issue quite a bit. Like it, it, it doesn't, I don't think it knows what it is. I think it's trying to be a copy of a copy and it, yeah, it I mean, doesn't I, succeed. I think it's a bit sloppy, but I think that's why it works for me is because it's sort of a bowl of a bunch right, of fun, ten, fun things ten, together. Ten stars from ten, Dustin. Ten. Tens. I'm just... I, I don't know. I'm I think with I you. think the f- the fun of this particular movie is like for me. This is nowhere near as good as the first movie, which is almost perfect. But this is a fun movie because it's just like a a bowl of a whole bunch of shit. Like oh yeah, there's funny stuff. There's you get the sweaty L.A. vibes. You get the incredible violence and gore. Tons of shootouts and explosions, and it gets like it ramps up at the end. It um, honestly is like somebody watched. Predator, RoboCop, yeah, yeah. and Die Hard. And they're like, let's just make that movie. <laughs> let's make all those movies. Yeah. I think James killed it right there. Uh, I like it. I think it's like so far removed from the first one. And they just, they're like, fuck it. Let's just take a real hard turn. and. Yeah, I mean, I think oh, that's, that's almost why it works so well as the sequel is because it's not trying to emulate the first one really like they've completely changed settings they changed the dynamic of what the like who is being hunted and hunting the predator yeah. and stuff so uh i think that's what makes it fun but uh bill paxton only actor to be killed by a terminator an alien and a predator what a guy what a legend i heard that wasn't true though i thought there was somebody else if there is i can't think of who it would be so the other, so I found it. So the other actor is Lance Hendrickson. So he died from a T-800 in the Terminator. Right, in the police a, station shootout, yeah. And a predator was able to kill him in the 2004 film Alien vs. Predator. But in Aliens, while Lance Hendrickson is torn apart by... Xenomorph. Xenomorph Queen, it doesn't quite kill him since he's merely an android. So, does it count? Does it count? Well, we could count it. You could say this too. Bill Paxton, Lance Henriksen, both killed by all all three. I forgot that he was even in Alien vs. Predator. But yeah. Uh, 
Well, now you've just diminished Bill Paxton's legacy, James. Oh, sorry. So, so way to go. Well, he's an android. It doesn't count. <laughs> exactly. So, so fuck him. <laughs> Paxton holds the title. Yeah. Um, we are a Bill Paxton first podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so he's, our, he's our symbol. <laughs> yes. I would say yes. I love Bill Paxton. Um, yeah. So anyway, I enjoyed that train scene. I, but I, did you like that one, James? Or did, or did you think it was hammy? I mean, it is hammy, but... Yeah, I liked it. I, I actually liked it. I think the scene is really good. Yeah. I think it all plays well, and... Um, I think that it starts off being really cheesy and lame, but I think that the actual action sequence that happens afterwards yeah, like is really good. I don't get it. Like, why are they on the train? I don't know. They're just taking a subway train from one place to another. I but think it was... Aren't they cops? Like, they don't drive? <laughs> I don't understand. They don't like take somebody's well, now vehicle. You've just unraveled like, this film. Yeah, <laughs> from the core, it's just all going to stop fall. pulling that it's thread. All fall apart now. Um, I'm trying to think what. There's more action. Uh, well, we get the scene where Danny Glover goes to meet the Jamaican drug lord in that alley. Oh yeah, in the alley. They take him in the car. And really bad. So really bad. Lame jokes. You want to smoke some ganja and all that shit? Oh yeah. Thanks for um, the ride. <laughs> so they drop him off, and he speaks to that guy, and then he leaves, and then like, the predator shows up and kills that guy, and we see him uh, leave with the guy's head, which is kind of yeah. cool. Oh, uh, by the way, I, I just learned this today on the radio. Um, the guy that rolls Snoop Dogg's weed got a raise because of inflation. Hey, so, fair enough. Hey. That's good. Snoop Dogg's looking Snoop out Dogg, for his employees. Hey, Snoop Dogg, he's friend of the working class. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. He, he believe he understands. Do you think he gets to partake, or does he just roll? <laughs> I think everybody gets to partake. Everyone I saw. Gets to partake. I saw uh, Snoop Dogg pass a joint to a security guard, <laughs> and the security guard hit that shit. If Snoop Dogg passed you a joint, you'd have to hit the shit, right? At this well, point, James, would you? Yeah. Oh yeah. If Snoop Dogg did. <laughs> Yeah. Hell yeah. As a as a drug free American. Like, as, as a, a drug free American. As a straight yeah. edge. As a believer of as straight, a straight edge. edge. As a, yeah, straight edge, would you? Yeah. Because I'm hitting that shit. Hell yeah. I mean I don't think that's a question. I know Dustin is. To me, Snoop Dogg pretty much when it comes to marijuana can like do whatever the fuck he wants. I actually feel like that if anybody just passed me. If, if it doesn't matter if it doesn't have to be Snoop Dogg, it just be anybody. I'm a bad example. Believe me, it, it, believe me, it has been just anybody. It has, I've met random strangers who are I'm like, absolutely. I, I'm like, I don't smoke weed, and they're like, I'm like, oh well, I guess I do now. I do for today. I do today. Um, we also get that really iconic shot of the predator on top of the building, and he's got like the skull with the spinal cord. Right. Some Mortal Kombat shit. Yeah, that's I think this movie does a really, really good job of creating an iconography for Predator. Um that the first one starts. I mm-hmm. think this one like does follow through on a lot of that. Like really, yeah. really well. And Stan Winston was back on this one. Oh look at this. He's got his predator I shirt got my on. Predator shirt on. Kept it a secret until just now. Um <laughs> Yeah, Stan Winston worked on this one again, and and then he had to come up with like nine distinct suits for those predators in oh, the final the guys at the end. sequence and stuff. Uh, yeah, you can tell that he was stretching at the end there. I honestly, <laughs> I want to see the the Pirates of the Caribbean crossover Predator movie. <laughs> that would be sick, based on the ending of the movie. Yeah, that would be sick. <laughs> they're all they're all Disney 
uh, it's all under the Disney banner fuck now. Yes. <laughs> Hands him the flintlock pistol at the end. Hey, that's a good way for a sparrow to go out. I've never watched one of the 12 <laughs> movies. They're like, Johnny Depp, you can be in the next Pirates movie, but you're going to get beheaded by a predator in the first scene. <laughs> that would be sick. I'd watch that. I'd have to watch it. <laughs> I'd watch it for sure. Um, oh, and then oh we, wait. wait. Can Predator please go to the Blue Planet and kill, kill the, the, all the avatars? Yeah. That would actually be a really that good... Cr- I'd watch that. Oh, it'd be like, yeah, you think these blue things are cool? They just get fucked up by Alien, <laughs> Alien versus Predator versus Na'vi? <laughs> that would be really fun versus Elf. <laughs> then there's the whole Elf planet. Wait, Elf as in like... ALF. Oh, Alf. Alien life form. <laughs> you were talking about like Will like from, no, like from, like, <laughs> no, like from, from Mel Pirates Matt. of the Caribbean versus Alf Mel versus Mel Alien Mel. versus Predator versus yeah, Navi. It, it all takes place on Melmac. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, wow. That'd be something. I see like a 10 movie I don't know why, I don't know why Disney hasn't deal. hired us already. <laughs> That'd be fucked up, man. I would be fucked up. That'd be fun movie. I'd watch the shit out of that. I think a Pirates of the Caribbean Predator movie would slap. That'd be a great comic book. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it does seem like more like they would do that in a comic book. Yeah. Do we have a favorite scene? Well, we haven't talked about the final battle, really. Like that's oh my god, the rooftops. Yeah, here, this the... thing takes forty-five fucking minutes. Well, it starts in that freezing room, like we were talking about, and then kind of continues from there. Um, the the scene with Gary Busey gets killed uh, originally showed like all his guts spill out yeah and that I, stuff. I feel cheated yeah you were cheated it was what cut are you talking about? it was disgusting what i saw it showed just like it's it looked like a bucket of blood just fell yeah apparently yeah. there was a what? lot more well, i want to see the original more. version oh okay. all his intestines is there a director's cut they're not that i know of no what the they, fuck well, they haven't they haven't, dumped, <laughs> they haven't dumped money into that yeah there hasn't I'd been an uncut that. 4k yet you would not buy that i'd buy that no you wouldn't and i would give it away to somebody <laughs> yeah it's, you're yeah and that's very a very you thing that's that's what i would do too it's like i want to own this i don't want to own this anymore yeah i'm here, gonna give it away <laughs> get us get rid of this um but there's some fun stuff there too the predator falls into that other apartment building and that old lady is like yeah what did she say she's like harold i think there's someone here yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I don't know. There's just fun stuff in that sequence. What are you doing? A picture of you. Okay. <laughs> the band sign. Um, yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, favorite sequences. Well, John, you brought that up. You got one? Oh, yeah. It's it's uh, the apartment scene, like you were saying. It's, uh, it's the when he... I love it when he... The predator, he... Uh, he him pulls out the <laughs> he, he starts the, the yacht the yacht yeah he starts he starts punching the wall him, huh? and like taking like drywall and tile and he puts it into the sink and then he brings out his little bunsen burner right he makes some sort of paste to like that wo- go on his neon green blood wounds yeah that shit's sick man he has like a terminator moment yeah, or Rambo. Like you've seen that in a lot of movies. Like yeah. you gotta like, oh, I gotta put the alcohol in my wound. This is kind of the equivalent to that, right? Yeah. So for non like action sequences, I really like that as as far as myth building goes. I think that was really really cool. I like the way that the 
uh, the dish like unfolds and like the little like fire starts. I th- I thought all that stuff like so cool. Yeah. Um, I think the opening sequence is probably my favorite actually. It's pretty with just how like insane it is. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's like no fucking around. The movie kicks off right out, right into this shootout. Um, and I actually think it's a really clever and, and and exciting, entertaining way where Danny Glover does show up, and like, I like the idea of like the um. Like the improv of like the uh, the bulletproof vest on the windows and like he's like driving out the side of the car. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of that stuff is really really cool. Um, I think the predator stuff is okay. I I like when the predator is doing his hunting stuff. I think it's always cool when the predator just like leaves a bunch of bodies like in a room <laughs> right. that are like you Hang, know hanging hanging. Stuff. I think that stuff is like, yeah. visually really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the ending takes a really long time. Like, yeah, it does. It's too. It's, it's too sort long. of a, an extended sequence. Yeah, like, I, I, I didn't bother me, but it's just it's just really really long. And because Danny Glover isn't, he's not he's, Schwarzenegger. He's not Schwarzenegger, but he's also not like parkour. Like he's like, oh, there's the weird. There's the weird part where he has to like he drops from that that elevator is gonna crush him. So he like drops down and he's holding like onto the hole that the, is in the ground that the predator has dug in there, and then the elevator is gonna hit him. So he drops and lets go of that, and then it shows him fall like conservatively like a hundred feet, and then he just like lands on his knees. Yeah, <laughs> and I think that it's like oh man, the problem so with, knees are gonna like come out of yeah. your brain if you do that. So like Danny Glover's always been too old for this shit. You know what I mean? Since the beginning like he's 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 perpetually been like a a senior citizen even when he was like my age yeah he was like he was like 39 years old and he was too old for this shit in the first lethal weapon yeah like so i that i have a it's hard to say there's like amazing action sequences in that regard and there's very interesting things that were done but nothing is incredibly like dynamic I would say it's, it's a little bit pedestrian action wise. You think action wise. I think that they do some clever things. I think they kind of, they try to make up for it with quantity. <laughs> they know they don't necessarily have all the quality, but they try to make up for it with quantity. Yeah. Um, which works to a degree. I think it would have been better that Danny Glover had a partner who could have done a lot of those more interesting well, yeah. action sequences. We lost Ruben Blades, so then it would have been nice to have Paxton alongside of him, at least until near the end, and then have him get killed, maybe? It made no sense to kill Paxton off that early. Yeah. Like, it, just, it was like... I unless, mean, what's the point of having a team if you just kill them just all at all the killed. beginning? Yeah. And also, they killed two in one... like The two most interesting characters, possibly, mm-hmm. in that one sequence. It just kind of sucked. Um. Yeah, I mean, like, it's not. It's obviously not a perfect movie. So that's your favorite sequence. <laughs> James, but, what about you? I mean, the to me, it's the opening sequence. It, it's just, it's awesome. It's cheesy. It's, it's like, it's, it's so what you want hot from like eighties, action. It, it's yeah, the guy like grabbing a handful of blow and <laughs> right. like the excess. It, I just love it. Like, it, it's definitely that grimy RoboCop feel, and it yeah. all it all works for me. Uh, I think mine is the is the scene where he 
kills all the Jamaican gang in the in the room where he's like hunting them when he like hangs them up and field dresses them like you were talking about John. Uh, that's just I don't know. That's just cool because like the jungle hunter that we saw in the first movie and then just this different way, this totally different vibe of killing people in the city, but still doing his ritual and stuff. And he interrupts their ritual. Like they're doing a ritualistic thing too. Right. right? Uh, mm-hmm. There's something cool about that. Yeah. And that's a really good point. Just I, gory. And, I agree. I think that it's probably the best, like overall, that's the best sequence, at least with the predator. Anyway, for I sure. think the- it would have been cool though. Like if they, they, he had to happen at, at least, a few times like he so he kills the Colombians he kills the Jamaicans like and nothing happens like he's completely fine like I feel like the like the Colombians or the Jamaicans I know but it'd be sweet if it's (laughs) like uh, like one of them in the group of each of them like was able to get some kind of hit. Yeah, actually, some kind of. I hit. love that. Mm-hmm. I wish that. Like, I think James, you're totally right. If they had mm-hmm. of like, if if the Jamaicans had been able to, because the Colombians are like killed off right away. Yeah, but if if one of the Jamaicans could have like cut off of like a, a hand or a finger or something, or just like jumped on him yeah. or something, like just something and interact with him, but like and then later on had to have one of the like the heads of the gang. Like have it on a necklace, like around his like, like his like hand or something like that mm. would have been really cool, and it would have made a lot more sense because the difference between this movie and the original Predator is the fact that like Schwarzenegger is obviously Schwarzenegger, but when he's fighting the Predator, he like understands okay, so I have to like become I have to disappear, and he mm-hmm. sets up all these like. Rambo style like it's got traps, traps and, yeah. where Danny Glover actually just kind of goes one on one with the he predators. just keeps following well him he and... does have like this sort of advantage in that when he comes into that situation you know Gary Busey is there and he hits the predator with that freeze whatever the freezing gun thing and so he kind of does take a hit or two in that scene but, so then Glover's able to like pump a bunch of shotgun rounds into him and stuff but, but you're he, true it seems like you're right. Like he, he. It should be harder for Danny Glover to fight the predator. Yeah, than- and you brought up the fact that earlier that like, oh, the mythology is that it's supposed to be that like, this is a younger predator who is like overstayed his welcome. But like that makes sense when you he's ap- inexperienced. Yeah, you, when you apply that knowledge in retrospect, right? It's it not. Makes it's not sense, stated in the movie. But it makes no sense because I'm like the entire time I'm watching this, I'm like, fucking, this guy should be dead. I mean, I think you can get an implication of that when that group, sh- the group of predators, show up to take him away, and like the one has like gray hair, so he's like, okay, he's like an elder predator or whatever. Okay. Um, and so then he. He like gives them like they he, Danny Glover is able to kill the the city hunter with the disc thing his own weapon mm-hmm. and so then they like give him the flintlock pistol as some sort of trophy or whatever. I got uh, that more of a sense of like this is what happens if you kill a predator, like that they they will show up. Yeah, I, I like, don't. I, I, I think they showed up to collect him, kind of thing. Before, like, they were like, "Oh, we have to go get him because he hasn't come back." Because there's a whole thing, and I, I guess, I guess they go a little more into this in the other Predator movies and stuff. But where they go out all at the same time on these, like, I don't know what they are—three or four day, whatever they are—hunting trips, and then you're, they're all Just supposed to boys, come back. Boys' weekend. <laughs> boys' weekend. Like, what's the home planet like? 
Yeah. Like, what do they do? They're actually incredibly peaceful, loving. <laughs> they're just like chill. Yeah, they're like, the most... this is their purge. <laughs> I didn't tell you this. Like, they go to business. They're like wearing business suits and working in <laughs> yeah, offices. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like Jurassic Park up in that fucking boardroom. Oh, uh, man. Like, and then they got to let loose on the weekend, you know also, what I mean? They're like, fuck you, Steve. You're supposed to do this. <laughs> um, it's actually been documented. They are incredibly attentive fathers. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> so this is like yeah like their boys trip <laughs> I guess yeah <laughs> uh, I just think that the movie's kind of sloppy in regards to that like it just doesn't yeah it's true it's not it's not as tight as it could have been I think it's like I said I think it's a fun movie um, totally enjoyable watch like especially like you know our classic you know if you're on the couch on a Saturday and it's on TV definitely would watch it for a while oh definitely um yeah, I don't think it's nearly as good as the original movie, which I think we do have to redo at some point. But um, we still need to do Predators, Predators at some point. So, is that that's the third one? That's the third one. Yeah, I do. I saw that movie in the theater. I remember liking it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I think it was uncool to like it. Yeah, I think it got shit on at the time, but I think people have kind of come around on it now. Hmm. But uh, I guess we should get to the ratings. Yeah. Who's hosting this thing? John. You have now taken over. No, you took over, not me. You took over. You, you're the one. You're the one. It's James's show. All right. Well, I picked a movie, so I'm going to go first. My personal reaction's an eight. I fucking Ooh. loved it. thought it was great. <laughs> I like this voice. Um, I mean, the opening scene alone and the Jamaican scene. <laughs> Love it. Uh, so I gave it an eight personal reaction overall, though. Seven point two. Can you read mine? Because I don't have a computer in front of me. Well, John gave the rating of seven personal reaction, and overall score is six point eight. And I'm exactly the same as John. Seven reaction, six point eight score. So that's an overall score of six point nine. I think that we're getting kinder in our old age, guys. <laughs> I think it's true. Yeah, I think as the show's gone on, we've we've gotten uh, we've we've chilled out a little bit. Um. So this is a big old tie. This is a huge tie. <laughs> so we are at fifty three with. Lethal Weapon, They Live, Full Contact, Drug War, Nobody, The Taking at Palm 123, 1974, Riders of Justice, Stone Cold, <sighs> Battle Royale, and oh, Vanishing Jesus Point. Christ. I'll go first. It goes behind all of them. Oh, wow. <sighs> tough one. Tough one. Yeah, I mean, I can't say this is better than Stone Cold. Um... I know, but Stone Cold is better than. <laughs> yes, it's hard to it's hard to place some of these things. Like, like part of me wants to put it after Full Contact ahead of Drug War. Part of me wants it uh, after Stone Cold, or uh, after Battle Royale ahead of Vanishing Point. Um, I don't fuck. I guess I'd say that after Battle Royale ahead of Vanishing Point. You think this? I don't think this is a better movie than Vanishing Point, but it's it's a more fun action movie. So, uh, and I would put it right behind Stone Cold. Okay, do the math, James. Eh. Well, so then it's 
between Battle Royale and Vanishing Point? Because you said at the... You said after. After, yeah. yeah. So... So Dustin's right. <laughs> so new number 62. Lethal Weapon. That's pretty low, I feel like, for Lethal Weapon. Yeah, we got to redo that. <laughs> yeah, but like we got to redo so many. So many we got to redo. <laughs> Definitely Predator. Definitely Roadhouse. <laughs> Point Break might have got a shitty uh, shitty go of it as well. I don't know. But anyway. Did it? <laughs> a little bit. All right. So new number 62. All right, well, uh, you know what? I think that does it for us here at Action Action. Um, thank you for listening. You guys can go to sleep now. Good night. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Check us out on Instagram, uh, Action Action Podcast. Our list is on Letterbox. Uh, I guess this is 200 then. Well, maybe oh, 201. We're supposed, to do no. our new, we're supposed to do our new thing <laughs> where we give it a one-sentence review. Oh, oh, shit. A one-sentence review. So we okay. can put it on Letterboxd. We'll have to do this for next time. <laughs> yeah, Dustin, that's his job. <laughs> uh, yeah, so thanks for listening. Uh, you can find us on Patreon as well at Action Action Podcast. Um, Letterboxd is Action Action, and we will see you next week. Let's go,